This is Eric Erb from The Eric Erb Show Live. You can find me online at theericherbshow.com and, of course, on twitter.com forward slash theericherbshow. You can also find me on Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash theericherbshow live. Find me on Spreaker, spreaker.com forward slash theericherbshow live, and on my new platform called Podbean, podbean.com forward slash Eric Herb Live. Uh, also a good web, website I've been um, promoting as well, um, independent website. If you need some information on the coronavirus, uh, it may be helpful to you, and that is mycoronavirus.world. That's mycoronavirus.world. Okay, uh, let's get into the news here. Uh, this is off naturalnews.com. That's naturalnews.com where I'm pulling today's headline. The headline is coronavirus denialism when people tell you it won't be that bad. Ask them to explain how the virus stops replicating. I'll let you think about that for just a second. Ask them how the virus will stop replicating. Replicating or duplicating, in other words, uh, out there, how it will stop, keep from doubling, keep replicating the virus over and over and over. This is how cancer uh, kind of works in the body. The cells start out as a single cell. They divide 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64. They just keep dividing and dividing and dividing. And then uh, you go to the doctor once you're halfway through, and then the doctor uh you go for a scan, and then all of a sudden the doctor tells you, oh, geez, uh, an MRI or a, or, or a scan, either one, and the doctor tells you, geez, you have cancer. Well, that's kind of how this coronavirus is doing, but they're on uh, light speed. So in other words, the coronavirus is duplicating, uh, replicating, as they want to call it, at a light speed and a light pace. So let me just ask you, or let me just tell you rather, here are some simple phrases that identify these irrational denialists who suffer from mathematical illiteracy and imaginary fictions where they can pretend the virus poses no threat to humanity. And I'm just going to read here, I got maybe half a dozen or a dozen basically um, lines that people will throw at you um, out there, people that are in denial of the coronavirus. And the first one is it won't be that bad. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard that, you know, somebody will say to you, your best friend, yeah, it won't be that bad. Or it's no worse than the flu. Again, this is, this is I don't even want to say close to the flu. The, the governor uh, Cuomo up in New York uh, for the state of New York is saying, oh, it's like the flu on steroids. Well, it's like the flu on steroids times 100 or more. This is deadly. Of course, the flu's deadly, but this is very, very, very deadly. And the thing is, they don't have a cure for this. And then somebody will say, well, there won't be a vaccine. Uh, there will be a vaccine that stops it, rather. And so they're hoping and praying. Well, as the statistics show and is uh, in the medical community, if you follow that, uh, American Journal of Medicine um, there are no cures. They don't have a cure. And the, and the closest 
quickest cure is at least 90 days, six months. But realistically, and because they have to go through clinical trials and testing, you're looking at about almost close to a year. So they don't have anything that's going to stop this damn thing. And then somebody, then another excuse will say, or somebody will say, you know, another another uh, uh, wise individual, I, I'd like to call idiot, will say the government will stop it, or it won't affect, or it won't affect America like it's affecting the rest of the world. Well, it's already here. The fake numbers are that we have 500 plus cases in the United States. We have uh, cases down here in the state of Florida. Um, there's cases it's breaking out anywhere and everywhere in the United States, okay? Uh, another excuse would be, oh, it'll fade out on its own, or viruses don't exist, viruses don't cause disease. Um, it will be contained and it won't spread any further. Uh, it'll be stopped and, uh, you, you know, the United States will stop it, blah, blah, blah. These are just, you know, like I said, half a dozen or a dozen excuses or people that are in denial of the coronavirus. And, and again, it's okay to be positive. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for being positive. I try to be a very positive person myself. But when you're in complete denial uh, and, and, and your ability and you're losing your ability for critical thinking and you're in denial of this coronavirus saying again, and I use the top six or top eight uh, cases of denial, viruses don't exist, they don't cause disease, uh, it'll be contained, it won't spread any further. When you're in that type of denial, uh, a lot of times in life there is no hope for you right now. Now, uh, you might come out of that a changed person, but what might have to happen would be something like this, a scenario like this, and I, I ask and hope and pray it never does, but maybe somebody around you, near you, or even possibly worst case scenario, a loved one becomes infected before you understand the coronavirus is real, and it's it's not a friend. And when people are in denial, it just uh, I've been following this for the last sixty days plus, and tracking as it moves all around the world, and now here to the United States of America. I've been following it every step of the way uh, since December, well, actually just before December, but December last year. Uh, I've been following this. I've been tracking this a long time. Um, this isn't going away. This isn't going away until it spreads everywhere. And even that, the coronavirus can come back at any point in time. And it can come back because of the nature of the beast. The coronavirus, um, the, the Chinese... Um, got a hold of the virus, and they modified the virus. So the virus also has HIV. It can modify. So again, it's a bioweapon. Uh, sources told me uh, that I've been reading, rather, um, that they modified the virus in order to control 
certain countries, and i.e. control the Hong Kong protesters. They wanted something that would take them down, take them out, because if they, they know if they go in there with violence because of all the protests that were there uh, over there in Hong Kong, they know if they take them out, well, that's going to be all over the news, and people are going to, you know, there's a lot of people that like Hong Kong. You know, there might not be a lot of people like China, but there's a lot of people, millions and millions and millions of people have friends and relatives at Hong Kong, Hong Kong was the epicenter and was for a long time. Now it's Shanghai and Beijing, but the epicenter of Asia, just like what New York is to America over here. It was uh, Hong Kong was the business region and capital over in Hong Kong for years and years and years, decades and decades and decades. Um, you see, you know, for the coronavirus not to be a big deal, it has to stop replicating. Obviously, because if this keeps replication, it keeps replicating over and over and over and spreading exponentially, the curve, uh, it's been traced, well traced back to Wuhan, China. It can very, it, it, it very quickly infects a large percentage of the global population, killing millions and millions of people and overwhelming hospitals around the world. So when people get in this denial, it, it drives me crazy. And, and I'm a, you know, I, I, I have to say I'm a pretty, for the most part, a pretty positive guy. I try not to be apolitical or anything in my podcast. It's just sometimes I have to speak out because I see stupidity. I'm, I'm seeing it uh, in the medical field. I've been in and out of the medical field for about, uh, oh, I'd say about 10 years in and out of the medical field. Um, I've been in operating rooms before um, in a, uh, a capacity where, you know, I've, I've seen people when they're under uh, stuff like that. So, uh, no, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. But I've, I've had to go just due to the nature of my job. If something goes wrong equipment-wise and then, you know, I've had to go in and do biomedical repairs and different things like that. So it's... Uh, uh, I've seen people in the operating rooms. I, I, I've been around patients, obviously, before, in and out of hospitals, in and out of long-term, long short-term care. Uh, I've been in and out of that industry for about 10 years. And I can tell you, uh, when people don't know what they're talking about, you know, and, and the truth of the matter is, you know, the, pan the pandemic denialists have no theories to explain how the virus stops replicating, and it goes back to that. They have no idea uh, how it's going to stop spreading. They have no rational process they can invoke to achieve halting the spread of the virus without causing widespread economic collapse. And yes, I said economic collapse. Um, yes, they can say the government orders everyone to stay home for 30 days, and that action, of course, would collapse the very fabric of this great society, of this great republic known as the United States of America. And then if, if that's the case and they collapse society, it leading to economic collapse, lawless, lawlessness, food, shortage, food shortages, medical crises, and more. You know, the denialists, you can see, can't face the reality of what's happened, so they have to fabricate nice-sounding stories uh, that keep telling themselves so they don't have to embrace the reality of the global pandemic. That already has been set in the motion. 
We all know this. This has been playing out and playing out a while. Now it's hitting the United States of America. You know, and then they'll come up with this nonsense, this nonsensical, irrational things like saying, oh, it's no worse than the flu. It's like you have no idea. It's almost too late now. But I ask and beg and pray for all of you people out there listening to this podcast. You go, you store up a little bit of extra food, you get some medical supplies, some toilet paper. I'm not asking you to go crazy. I'm just saying store up a little bit extra. Because if they go through a medical martial law, a medical martial law, which the uh, reservists, the Army Reserve, would come in, take control, usually under a governing body due to this medical martial law, probably under the CDC, if need be, the president orders that, and then the CDC will take control since it's a, it's a nationwide pandemic spread from coast to coast and border to border, then you're, gonna, then you're going to have to stay home for a while, maybe 30 days, maybe 60 days, maybe 90 days. You don't know. And you say, well, I want to go to work. I want to go. I got to make money. Well, that's too damn bad what you want to do. In a medical martial law situation, just like a martial law situation, your, your ass ain't going nowhere. Your ass, if they tell you are going in the house, shut the hell up, go in the house, close the door, be a good little boy and good little bro- girl, and stay tuned for what they advise you to do. That's how this is going to go. Well, 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 I ain't going to listen to that. Well, that's great. You get in a gunfight with the military. I'm going to tell you what, if you if you have a lot of guns, and that's great, and I, I hope people are storing up and have some extra protection for them and their family. But if you decide not to comply, to get a bug up your ass and not comply, good luck with that in a medical martial law situation or any martial law situation medical is just a fancy title because that's what this falls under technically a medical martial law situation due that it's a pandemic or a disease i.e. man-made disease but still a disease good luck if you're going to try to fight the United States government or the reservists of this good country now A lot of people wouldn't shoot Americans. I know most troops in the military, most soldiers that I know personally, and and the ones I know uh, through social media wouldn't do it. But there are a lot of people, if they give the orders and you don't comply, they'll give you a warning or two. And if you don't heed the warning in a martial law situation, and I repeat, a martial law situation, they can shoot to kill and ask questions later. And you can go look this up. I don't care what you do. I understand. I'm a full constitutionalist myself in this situation. If you don't comply, I'm going to repeat myself one more time. There's people jumping up and down here saying, Eric, you're full of shit. You're crazy. No. In a medical martial law situation, you will be lucky if the the reserves, because they are reserves, Army Reserve tells you to do something. You don't do it. Everything will be blocked off in a city. And if you don't comply, what's going to happen is they will give you a warning. And if it gets really bad, they might even, because you're disobeying the law, they'll shoot you on sight. 
I'm going to tell you something. Uh, haven't had a decorated father uh, come out of the Korean War. Um, soldiers don't play games. The American soldier, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, uh, Reserves, I mean, all these guys, Coast Guard, these guys are professional. These men and women out there are absolutely positively professional. But these guys also understand an assist in an emergency situation that this is what's got to happen. This has to happen this way so that chaos doesn't spread, so disease doesn't spread. In a situation like that, if you don't comply, God have mercy on your soul. Because they'll count to 10, 10 seconds, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. They'll pull the trigger and you'll be dead. And this is no laughing matter. This is a serious matter. So I, I say to all my listeners out there right now, anybody listening to this podcast with half a brain, even a quarter of brain left, that's in denial. Oh, it's not going to get here. Oh, the government's going to protect you. I can tell you right now, I'm going to be honest with you. You're full of shit. I'm going to be honest with you right now and tell you something. Most people won't say on the air, but I will. You're wrong. The government will not protect your ass. If you're religious, you should have been praying all along. Start praying right now. Only God and only you can protect your family. That's it. If you're a man of the house or a woman with single kids, only you can protect your family. I believe in prayer, and I strongly believe in prayer, and God Almighty's hand. But in this case right now, if you're under the fictitious notion that you will be protected by the United States federal government, you're smoking crack. I can tell you that. You're out of contact with reality. Ain't going to happen. Everybody is on its, everybody are on their own. Just like I've seen, I've been down here in Florida about 17 years. I've seen hurricane after hurricane after hurricane. Over 17 years worth of hurricanes. And what that's done is that's helped me become a little smarter, helped me decide to make logical, rational decisions that I can make based on accurate information, not fake news, not fake bullshit, but real news, real information that I have to go digging to get myself. But I always get the truth and I can make good decisions so I can survive. Friends and family can survive. We can all be safe. This is the worst. If you had to pick a hurricane down here uh, back before I moved down here in Florida, this is on the epic uh, hurricane as a Hurricane Katrina or Hurricane Andrew that wiped out South Florida down here or Hurricane Katrina that wiped out uh, pretty much uh, most of New Orleans at the time. That's what this is. But that's a hurricane times about uh, 100. That's what this coronavirus is. So you guys must be aware and pay attention to what's going on. And, and I beg and pray, if you haven't gone out to a store, you're on your last legs. You've got to do it now. Go out, buy some extra food, buy some toilet paper. If you need some toilet supplies, just buy an extra couple weeks. I mean, you don't have to have a, a, a 10-year supply, but buy a few extra weeks. You'll thank me in the very end when we get through this and get over this finally. 
Um, if you take medical supplies, if you have inhalers, or if you're diabetic, whatever the case, stock up on a little extra medicine right now. Don't go crazy, but stock up on a little extra medicine. Toilet paper, Kleenexes, whatever you need. Hell, peanut butter goes a long way. Somebody's like, oh, that's gross. I'm not going to eat it. Well, would you rather do that or starve? Because when the supply chain gets interrupted, you have to understand Shit hits the fan, supply chain's interrupted. There is no food. Where the, you know, and I tell people, where the hell do you think this fucking food is going to come from? The sky? No. People have to physically get out and, and, and pick the oranges, uh, pick the uh, uh, tomatoes, and pick all the food, the grapes, and so on and so forth, the watermelon, and, and I can go on and on, eggplant, squash, I mean, radishes, beets, you name it, lettuce. People have to pick that shit. And if everybody's sick or everybody's infected, nobody's going out. Meaning supply chain is going to be interrupted massively here in the United States and around the world, of course. So this is why you must stock up now. It's almost too late. I ask and pray anybody here in this podcast, please heed my warning. This might be the last time that I can get this warning through and across. This is Eric Herb from the com, And, of course, uh, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash the Eric Herb Show. Like, subscribe. I'd love to have you as a subscriber. Like, hit the bell on YouTube. Also, you can find me on uh, Anchor.fm. That's Anchor.fm forward slash The Eric Herb Show Live. And Spreaker.com forward slash The Eric Herb Show Live. And you can also find me on Podbean.com. That's Podbean.com forward slash Eric Herb Live. And, of course, uh, I've been tracking some information. A pretty good website to, uh, that's updated twice daily is mycoronavirus.world. That's mycoronavirus.world. That seems to be a pretty good website. At least it has some stories on there, different things about how the coronavirus is spreading all over the world. This is Eric Herb from The Eric Herb Show, signing off. Good luck and God bless.